0: Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and joining me this evening, uh, I've got frontman, vocalist, um, singer-songwriter um, of the, the the funk indie rock band A to Z. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 kind of hard to describe, you know. It's a it's a style of that you know fuses a lot of uh, different genres and um really fun band to see live um looking forward to talking to him about his passions his artistries and why he does what he does um thank you for uh joining me today thank you for having me hello (laughs) (laughs) uh
1: how are you doing man i am alive it's a great start um doing well summer's wrapping up so it's kind of sad you're in that little phase of trying to jam in all the stuff you can do outside now but it's been a beautiful summer I've been pretty lucky so I'm happy. Good man I'm glad uh what'd you do today? Oh man I uh drove to my parents helped them uh, repair some of their house that's basically about it came back here I've got the house to myself so I'm kind of just unwinding now so. Hell yeah dude where are your folks
0: staying?
1: Uh they're a little bit north but they're moving to Colorado so they're selling their house hopefully by the time this is up, they'll have already sold their house, so best of luck. Fingers crossed. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh where do you stay now? Uh,
1: I'm in South Milwaukee now. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I yeah.
0: uh I'm over in River West, um not too far from the the lovely um divey venue that I saw your band at not too long ago, uh Bremen. Um <laughs> I'm yeah. uh yeah. Yeah, I'm like right off of North Ave, like kind of on the cusp of like where River West River West meets Brewer's Hill. It, okay. But uh yeah, I'm in my own place as well and it's man, might have to tell
1: you it is like such a luxury. Yeah, so you you've been in the same spot for the last while, right, over at River West?
0: Um I I actually moved. Um I was originally I had a roommate like earlier this year, and I lived like closer to like collectivo but okay. now um but it was it was kind of just time for me to just be in my own space and like keep figuring out myself just like in my own with my own surroundings the way I want them to be and and yeah. it's it was one of the best decisions I made all year, definitely
1: oh yeah, change of space can always make or break if you take advantage of it or not so. Yeah. Seriously. Um,
0: Yeah. So Zeke, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we examine love and fear, passion and creativity. And uh, I honestly couldn't tell you. Usually I remember the first time I meet people, but I don't remember the first time we ever like spoke. But the first time I knew about A to Z was when you guys played in the Murray attic, um, which was about almost two years ago now. Shout out to the Murray Attic and Anthony. Yes, shout out to them always. Yeah, I that was actually, like, that was kind of right when I was just starting to, like, go to more local shows, and I remember, like, you guys got the house just, you know, like, uh, popping that night. Like, it was just, it was a really fun show, I remember. Like, it was, you guys, you know, brought the heat to the house, and I did eventually see you guys, like, um, this past February at Bremen, like we said, but the first time we really like hit it off was when we were hanging out at at our buddy Christian Porter's house, yeah uh, yeah about a year ago with our good friend uh dirty Digital flair himself uh, Derek Jones oh much love Derek yeah um how how did you meet Derek? How do you know he's just like he's everywhere, man,
1: I know and I didn't know he was everywhere until I knew he was everywhere. Um, my dad actually met DJ. They were at, I think, a Bernie or way back when. And I was living in Virginia at the time. And then I moved back. And I knew this good spot to get pizza. So I go to Ian's, of course, on North Ave. Yeah. Really? And DJ's like, is that your dad? Uh, which, if you guys know who my dad is, those who know, know who he is. And I was like, definitely ask my pops and so he hooked me up with some free pizza, and then I think that was it. That was the key to my heart was that, and then he's uh, just a sweet kid. I think I went in there enough, and then eventually we just kicked it, and then uh, to the point where we even got our cars towed together. So <laughs> some- <laughs> it just kind of happened, so. Yeah. That's
0: kind of how I met Derek, too. Like, I knew of him because um, he dated a friend of mine, like, a couple years ago, but um, – but, like, my first time, like, actually meeting him in person, it was just so legendary. He just showed up serendipitously on my porch when we were having, like, a party two years ago. And I instantly was like, man, we should have been friends this whole time. So I just started hanging out with Derek. Yeah, it's uh, it's always pretty special. So love you, Derek. <laughs> love him very much. I miss him. Uh, hope he's doing well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so then um, – you know, I knew you guys, Um, you, you as A to Z, you guys have, I know you hadn't moved. No, somewhere.
1: I actually moved to Seattle, did a year out of there. Oh, and then, yeah. Yeah, we took a little break doing that so I could go uh, coach soccer out that way. But, and then came back and kind of tried to pick up where we left off and, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I didn't get the, I was like, damn, like, am I ever going to see them again? But, yeah, you came back, you ended up coming back and the band started playing gigs again like i knew like you guys were kind of in that pocket of like the mk music night bands of like you know the the sunken Suns and hopper's luck and you know dog bad wonderful bluffer pineapple migraine like i love all those bands love all those guys um and uh, um i knew you had played a couple shows with those guys so yeah i was just looking forward to you know, seeing what you guys did. And then uh, um, you guys played that Bremen show, and uh, that was a really fun night.
1: Was that the night where the guy had the chair up front by himself? Uh, it might have been. I, I, I don't remember. Sure. Yeah, we've we played there so many times now, but generally Bremen is kind of like our spot where it just kind of always ends up happening. And I don't think... I've ever had a bad
0: time there so yeah yeah I yeah like as divey as it is like you know and there's not a whole lot of space for like a lot of people I've like you said I've, I've always had a great time um I've seen some of the best shows I've seen in Milwaukee some of my favorite artists I found from shows there um so yeah man I guess um before we really talk about what the band's up to, um, Zeke, I'd love to hear a little bit about your own musical background. When did you start playing
1: growing up? Ooh, so I guess, let's see, my cousin was in a band uh, called Euforchestra. Uh, that's my plug, E-U-F-O-R-Q-U-S-T-R-A. Kind of crazy, but basically he's in a band when he's in college gets rid of it, uh, drops off a drum set at my house. I think I must've been six years old and it was for me and my brothers too, but I was the only one that picked it up. And it was just kind of like, just never stopped. Um, Didn't really know I was like playing music at the time or like, I had no uh, previous knowledge of anything. So I was just doing just to do. And I think eventually it became in the, I had a good support system from my parents. Not once was I told not to play drums. And, like, I hope if I have kids that they do not play drums, like, that practice period. But so my whole upbringing, I've, I've been able to do what I wanted to do. And I just could not stop playing. And then I joined, like, the ensembles in school, uh, even went to all the way through to college and got my degree in music. So i kind of just been sticking with it my most i mean since six so yeah you go to uwm i did a year at vcu in virginia that's uh richmond uh shout out richmond and then uh transferred over to uwm to finish my bachelor's where I finish? finished
0: so awesome dope um yeah um what do you have to say about that the program um of uwm i've heard I've heard it depends on the kind of music the the, the direction you go with it, like kind of I've heard mixed things,
1: but love to hear about your experience. I think any music school is going to give you mixed uh, reviews. I, from what I've seen, um, I enjoy music, but I realized pretty quickly that I, you know, I wasn't looking to put on the suit, the black shoes stand and wait and attention i was but i I knew it it was something there um at uwm i had a couple teachers and then they settled in on dr weir uh, and the guy is incredible and i was only able to study under him for about a year but that guy's a monster so i think what's happening in the percussion program over there right now is probably some of the top shit that's going around uh just held up to a much cleaner standard so i think UWM is going to be very fortunate and is very fortunate to have that guy and what he just brings in the people in the studio I think it's really getting pretty stacked so
0: oh yeah that's pretty awesome
1: yeah good to hear
0: it's in good hands definitely
1: yeah I would agree and it's I don't know there's bad teachers everywhere so for them to get one that's committed and seems like he's there the guy's just incredible he'll just you just kind of shut up and just let him play. And it's, it's pretty special. So uh, a little unfortunate timing on my way out, but also I had been around the scene long enough and kind of seen college music and I was, I'd done my time. So, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah definitely.
0: Um, so um, when did you start like kind of like actually writing songs? Like when did that sort of appear in your music playing?
1: I don't, I'm not even sure, like when I started like writing tunes, um, the last day of high school, uh, my teacher, not even my music teacher gave me a guitar in like one sheet with like chords on it. And, uh, basically that was when I started playing guitar. So I'd been a percussionist, switched over, but I travel a lot, uh, especially in the US a lot. And I was taking my guitar with me and I would write things here and there and I never really like had a reason to bring them out but I had these like I had a collection of three or four tracks before I even kind of realized that I had written like a song even though they weren't really for anyone or for any reason they were just kind of what I write about very tangible things that were around me whether I'd be camping mostly that's when I'd kind of come back and write things so just kind of yeah, it fell in my lap, I guess. Uh, went camping a lot growing up. Oh yeah, definitely a lot growing up. And then um, I was fortunate enough at UWM to get the outdoor guide position, so I worked there for a few years and just kind of haven't stopped. Um, so yeah, I, I camp a lot. It's just it's the best. That's awesome, man. I
0: I used to uh, go camping every year with my family. I mean, once like kind of once, like, the recession hit in the late 2000s, like, my parents couldn't really take time off work anymore, so I didn't get to really go camping much after that, but um, but yeah, I mean, it was an integral part of my childhood, Um, and I want to get back into it. I
1: should, always.
0: Dude, we went to, my girlfriend and I uh, went to Door County this past weekend. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, we stayed in a motel, but we still walked around like peninsula state park and you know various other hiking trails and just like you know the smell of a nice fire you know with like the you know the the tent hospitality
1: and just yeah, like that was, the, the minimalist it is it's beautiful uh yeah i was up in the upper peninsula not too long ago too and that's a good good spot of the country really i mean it's kind of ridiculous so it's it's not that far away but Oh, yeah. yeah. What
0: are some of your other favorite
1: spots around here? Oh, man. Around here? I mean, Devil's Lake's great. I mean, you can climb there. Um, But I don't really camp around here too much. I I try to go a little bit. I try to go coasts. So, like, I was up Cape Cod earlier this summer. Uh, Went out to Virginia Beach, Maryland on a different trip. Um, Colorado you know things like that and yeah a little bit bigger (laughs) yeah
0: no that's i i i respect that for sure right around here uh, i mean we went to bong recreational area recently and Ha, ha, ha 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 yeah right um yeah yeah it's that's a cool spot like if we're talking locally but um but yeah, I'd say, like, I'm from just childhood, like, one of the best spots we ever went to was uh, Crater Lake um, in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Camping in Oregon is fucking amazing.
1: I agree. I did a year in Seattle, but, like, w- Oregon, every time I went there, it was just, like, goddamn, it's beautiful. It's kind of got everything you need. Uh, people are a little dirtier out there, so I, I, I like that. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Also the
0: badlands are really cool too. Mhm. Yeah, talk about like space on earth. It's pretty weird. Yeah, dude, <laughs> honestly, like the painted literal painted rock formations like it's it is very uh extraterrestrial. Um so uh yeah, man, um so what was your first like band, your first project you played with? <laughs>
1: Sweet Um, well, so in middle school, I was playing drums for the high school social studies teacher. Uh, He had like a group that just played here and there. And um, so that was like first kind of like playing with other people, like just typical rock and roll, like whatever. Um, And mind you, I was in eighth grade at the time. And then going to high school, do a little bit of that with the group. And then we started a group finally called Screaming White Girl. And that was like my first like band that I was in through high school and actually fortunate enough to have some like good players in it. At the time, I didn't really know it. These were like decent players. And then then nothing really after college, like or after high school even, because I was uh, just moved around so much. There was no way to keep groups together, or and I was playing college soccer for two years, so there was there was no thoughts. I wasn't there to. I was doing music in class, and then I'm I'm going to play ball. And then when I moved back to Milwaukee after Virginia uh, is when it kind of started coming into play of like, oh okay, I should do this. Yeah,
0: totally. Um, so yeah, and that leads us to where we're at now.
1: So. A to Z. Mm-hmm.
0: Where'd you come up with that name?
1: Uh, actually, I did not. Uh, Aaron Miller, the drummer of our group. Um, I think we had just decided that we we're gonna we're gonna play out. You know, we wanted to play other than the sidewalk. Uh, so we came up. We were just troubleshooting names, and then Aaron's just like A to Z because Aaron and Zeke, and it was pretty much it was just the start. It was literally just me and aaron so we figured a to z and it was pretty easy there's nothing crazy behind it and which we kind of like that it's just a to z and somehow later we find out that it's all inclusive so it's like anyone that pops in is kind of in that experience which sounds cheesy but it kind of came to. yeah
0: definitely um so yeah kind of like how did the conversation start um between you and aaron like that you know this was going to be a band
1: Oh man, I, th- I don't think there were actual conversations. I think we were physically playing. Uh, I would play outside all the fucking time, like ruthlessly, uh, even in the winter, I can remember standing outside with my little guitar and just playing, but like, we would play nonstop, me and Aaron, and he would play the slap box. Uh, some people refer to it as the cone. Yeah. And then, uh, what do we do? We just put on a little house show and then we we actually didn't even call ourselves A to Z at that first basement show. We were just, uh, just by our names. And then I think we went to a show, actually a festival, and I told Aaron I wasn't going back to that festival unless we were playing it. And then I think that's really when I like told Aaron that this is something that's like, that's how I want to take this. And I want you to be a part of this. So I think it was, A pretty clear message to him of the work that would entail and kind of how serious I was about it and luckily for me Aaron was all for it so that is dope
0: um it's a good mindset of like I've I've had I you know some of my close friends from home um were uh you know they're they play music too and I remember like we would go to Lollapalooza every year but then after a certain year they were like man, I don't want to come back until, like, I'm on that stage playing, and I respect that mentality a lot, I mean, it's a huge investment to be in such a, you know, stimulated environment that requires a lot of endurance and vitality as a music festival, and that's a great goal to set for yourself, definitely.
1: Yeah, that, that was a, that was a good one for us, for sure, and um, yeah, and Personally for myself, I had attended like way too many shows, like all around the country and and I was meeting a lot of people, a lot of groups, um, having really cool experiences with these groups and kind of getting to see like, holy shit, like there's people that are doing this and like knowing that it happens is one thing, but like ending up with these groups, you know, you're having like just a drink with them or like going to a show, where there's not that many people, but you know the songs And like, there's just so many different experiences that can happen from it. And then that I was on one end of it, and I'm not saying there's like my, like a consumer end and like the producer end, but I just, I knew how, I was starting to figure out how things worked and like, okay, this is kind of what it takes. And then I realized that, you know, like we're, we're good players. So I've seen what I think to be our like bad acts that are getting decent platforms and hate to compare, but you had, we had to check in with ourselves. And I was like, you know what, I I think we can play stuff that is like worthy of being here. So let's go make that happen.
0: Yeah. So how did you guys decide sort of like the kind of music you would end up playing? Because as we said at the beginning, like, you know A to Z is like this a fusion of a lot of different things you guys do like you guys yeah. are terrific in not putting yourself into a box like i remember the first song you guys played at that show at Bremen sounded like you know almost like an oasis sort of thing um, like a like a really like shiny like indie pop song but then like you guys went into some funk and really extended instrumentations like yeah. There's a lot of different things you guys do. How did you guys kind of, like, you know, sort of formulate, mm-hmm. like,
1: what are we doing? Well, I would say that, like, people generally do have a hard time like labeling what we are. And the thing is, like, we're never... Our track record doesn't really show that we even wants to say what we are. Because we don't really, like, give a shit. And what we play is kind of, like, So like those basic tracks that i had were like very like not even like songs you know they're just like here's a verse whatever and yeah yeah just just little pieces and then um luckily for me like my guitar playing i'm like basically like a little drummer kind of that's just like strumming away and that's kind of like the thing i can get away with but i'm lucky enough to have Aaron Miller on the drum set who's like rock steady if anything he's losing people like because like I'm a I'm a percussionist but I'll get lost in the beat with that kid so it it, it's just such a wide platform and always has been for like we do like to jam um so I would say that that is like an aspect of it and we are willing to go like certain directions like we're, we're all up for it but we also have the, like parts that are you know we will get through this portion of the song at like this point in time and there's no like, if ands or buts but that's just part of the track and then we know where we're allowed to like when it's appropriate to like play and have fun or like you know just meet other people and in across the board you got like will on keys and anthony on lead guitar so you just the places that those kids can go and with Anthony's like kind of rock influence and then Aaron's got like this metal drumming background and I've got more of like a little funk appreciation in my guitar playing and, and just steady Dave on bass. So it's just kind of like, it's all these different aspects that kind of just come together where people just kind of like, I don't know what that was, but it was a thing. I, you know, I like, I really dig what you're saying
0: doesn't have to be anything specific you know and Mm. us as human beings you know we just we desire structure in in every aspect so we're such a category oriented people these days everything has to have like a label or a genre or -hmm. something that makes it easy to like understand but you know i think with the direction that music is going in um, nowadays I mean most music that is most highly raved about or otherwise like what is people get so excited about is the stuff that fuses a lot of like you know different um, ideas into something cohesive and something that has may still have like all the pop sensibilities that you want but it could sound like you know, completely different than pop music 10 years ago. And, yeah, uh, and I'm, you know, yeah, I mean, I I think that fusion is the the way to the future when it comes to music. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for that reason, I think you guys are doing all the right things, it
1: sounds like. Yeah, and, and I think just, like, well, I'll quote you. You said the show was fun. And I think, like, that is a word we get, like, a lot. Like, people have fun. And I I think from going to enough shows, like, you kind of pick your dose. Like, you're like, oh, I want, like, to hear some bluegrass, And, you know, you pick your kind of, like, the feel goodies that you want to, like, trigger. You can buy those things. And I think with us, we, we really just try to enjoy it. And I think people that is like a stronger sensation than like, or worth the thought of like, you know, like, what is this? Like, who gives a shit? Like, and it's fun. And so I, th- I think that is like one of the best things that we've kind of learned. And with A to Z, we've always kind of been like, just kind of improvising the whole thing. So we're like, you know, we don't have to stick to any code because no one taught us a code and, yeah. Totally.
0: So. How did the other guys in the band uh, get into the into the
1: picture well aaron and i met pretty much the first my first day at uwm we were both going to take the same audition um which was terrifying so like right away i knew this kid was like with me because we were both going to the same exact experience and audition day for college is like the worst thing ever so me and this kid hit it off right away and then i didn't even know the kid was a badass. And eventually we became roommates. Um that's where I really got to like hear his playing and realize like, holy shit, like this kid is not just good. Like he's he's a really good player. And um I'm trying to think Dave, Dave was always around that's on the bass. Uh where he kind of just like new to music and playing with people. He had sang before and done that. And then um we kind of were just like Dave grab the bass and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of how that works and then anthony uh actually funny thing on that one is we had two anthony's at our house one day and i pretty much just met the the second one that day and he played guitar and he fucking killed it like he left and i was like to aaron dude we gotta get a hold of that kid like like i want him in the group where I reached out to the wrong Anthony, so I was like talking to the other Anthony, like, dude, you fucking slayed it, man, like, you gotta come back for rehearsal, and the other this kid was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I think you want the other Anthony. So I, like, got a hold of the, like, our Anthony, and uh, Will, who plays Keys, uh, I don't know how we got him. I think Aaron was working on some stuff with him while I was gone in Seattle. I think he was working with Daniel Hernan, I think, as well. They did. Oh yeah. A, oh. Yeah. That's a Daniel Hernan. Yeah, yeah, for real. He's always been he's been there the entire time and uh, creating his own stuff and definitely improved as a player. So yeah, shout out Daniel.
0: Yeah, Daniel's actually we me and him are both in the PSL together, um, so I work with him a, a decent amount. Um, yeah, um, that's cool. Um, yeah, it sounds like when you came back from Seattle, like it was like everyone was just sitting there with their instruments just waiting for Zeke to come back on over and we're ready to play some killer-ass shows.
1: That's usually how it goes. Everyone's waiting on me. But, yeah, I, I was lucky enough that, uh, you know, like people didn't just up and out for whatever reasons that that could have been. So, um yeah. Holy shit. We kind of tried to pick up where we left off and it was a little slow at first and we were like a little worried about it, but eventually we found our footing pretty quick and booked up. Oh yeah, man.
0: So that leads us to A to Z uh, music. Uh, what are you guys working on? Um, you know, we've been, I know you probably get asked this a lot, like when, like when the uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, recording's maybe. out. Yeah. But, but, I do have to interrogate you about that
1: um, yeah. <laughs> Where are you it? Uh, so we don't have any recordings like we are currently working on them, and what's been kind of our route that we took was we rarely pay out our musicians from shows and things like that. Uh, pretty much the first two and a half years is spent saving up for equipment so we get this new equipment. Basically, we're trying to do all in-house. And just recently in the last couple months that we have uh, started just recording and figuring out our flow of the recording. You know, you didn't really think after you buy the equipment, it's kind of like an instrument in itself. So we are working on it. And especially with COVID right now, um, it's the best time for us to kind of bunker down and kind of work on those parts individually. So. People know their assignments. Um, we do meet as much as possible. Unfortunately, it's a little difficult with scheduling and kind of being respectful of everyone, uh, and even people who aren't required to speak up, other people that are, might be in the house, things like that. So we're, we're working on it. But unfortunately, we don't have anything. But And we can't say come see us live. That was usually our like pass the buck move. It was like, yeah, just come see us in a couple of weeks. But we're working on it. Hey, man i mean
0: you know covid just really threw everything off to the point where you know you can't really ask anything of anyone right now and uh, and you know that's so there's plenty of artists that are dropping a lot of stuff right now that are in creative mode but there's also plenty of artists that are can't bring themselves to do it right now because of just how dark and demented life is these days and many yeah. ways So. I get it either way. Um, I mean, whatever the case, you know, I really do look forward to hearing uh, your guys' recordings. And um, I mean, I can't (laughs) wait for a show once again uh, one day. I
1: know. Yes. Same.
0: You guys are seriously, like, you know, a very unique show and one that should not be overlooked. I, I do hope that, you know, like, I, I can't wait to see that back in full force again one day.
1: Thank you. I am with you on that 100. <laughs> percent
0: Yeah. Last thing is, um, the guy who dances at your show. Yes, I knew it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that that guy was dancing literally all night, uh, all ooh. show long. Uh, tell me about who is he and where did he come from? Oh
1: man. Uh, can well. First I want to put in a request. You should do your own podcast, your own show with him. I think a lot of people have seen this kid and are kind of like, they need the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but that is Finnegan. Um Finn was over at our house on the east side, Bellevue and Stowell, and then we were having a rehearsal. He ended up there and asked if it was cool if he danced in our hallways while we practice, And I said, absolutely not. No, I was like, go for it, man. And like, he just kept coming to our shows and was like, I had never seen anything like that. Like, you know, if someone's going that hard, usually at a show, there's like a few others, but he does not, he's totally independent of everything. So. And then, I don't know, I think he just came with us so much that I started messaging him being like, dude, like, you come to the rehearsal, you going come to the show. And then if you look on our page now, he's, he's on the, like, he's listed as a member. So when we get, like, if we get VIP or anything with, like, a package, he's getting listed as his own member. So he gets a plus one. He's not our plus one. He's, he's definitely part of, like, when I, I'm so proud to have him with our group because, I think any group would be lucky to have that. <laughs> yeah, dude, of
0: course. I, I thought that was, like, like, Zeke, I cover, like, I covered a lot of shows in the last year. I'd never seen anything like that, and, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, it was just so cool to see this guy who, like, literally is just in his own element, just dancing, you know, being one with the music, but Not in a way that like distracts you from the show or anything, but enhances it. Well, it's
1: funny you say that because we assume that, right? But I have had a report of someone coming to a show and they were like really turned off by it. Like they were just like, it was a little much. So they actually left and then they came to a different show and they came back and they didn't know Finn was going to be there again and they ended up leaving again. And reaching out to me and being like dude like what was that about and I was like sorry like so it was, it was kind of crazy because like he we just assume he's so like not invasive to anything but he doesn't distract me if anything he like inspires me uh the kid like he knows our tracks so like if you really pay attention he is like interpreting like things as they go and then he also has this improv and he made his own outfit and this kid's just like he'll he'll dance till his feet bleed it's like it's pretty incredible <laughs> yeah man that's
0: what i'm saying i mean and honestly like i don't know whatever that person was talking about because like i mean it takes like it literally just takes like five minutes to get used to like seeing fit yeah. first you might be like oh wow this kid's really getting into it but then yeah. you're like oh he must be like, like clearly this is something that like he's like it's kind of like his thing to do at your shows like it's kind of like his role and uh, Uh, yeah nothing like yeah at that point it just becomes as enjoyable as the music itself and um yeah I mean I hope even like the bigger you guys play shows you know like the more the harder he goes and the more creative he gets with it
1: yeah yeah yeah, it's so weird i like, like <laughs> it's just like i, I don't who would have thought that would be like the random player that you get like yo here's this kid and i mean and in, in not even just at our shows the kid actually like navigates the scene pretty hard you just tell him about a show and He's gonna be there and he's always bopping around so he's just kind of ruthless so yeah thank you finnegan for everything <laughs> shout out to finnegan
0: mm-hmm. Well, Zeke, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Um, good to see you again. I'm glad you're doing well, and um, you as well. Yeah, man. I, I look forward to you know seeing um, A to Z in the future, but you know, no rush at all. You know, we we take things in stride as we all do. Um, and uh, yeah, um, as we're closing out here, tell me what keeps you up at night.
1: probably myself i I really don't have an excuse (laughs) i wish it were like late night coffee slips or something but i usually kind of just just stay up a little bit later the one more mentality one more movie maybe one more whatever bonfire who knows (laughs) yeah man me i I,
0: i'm kind of the type where it's like i i kind of treat every day as like a mission where i have to get all these things done by the time i go to bed that night and if it's not done i'm not going to sleep um i can kind of overbook myself in that way sometimes but yeah i keep myself at night in the same way um wow. what puts you to sleep oh
1: man my pillows as soon as i get a hold of those things my pillows take me there yeah
0: Good pillows are important.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a two pillow person. What are you?
0: I'm also a two pillow person. Hundred <laughs> percent. I can't. I can't sleep like I. I got in the habit of it when I was little. Like I just like couldn't really. My neck was always uncomfortable with just one. So like you have to get two to like you know give yourself enough like cushion. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, man. Two, definitely. It's a good angle, you know. Just, I don't know, is that thirty-five, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, The Geometry. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, thank you, thank you for being on the show, Z.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for everything that you do, and uh, I appreciate you inviting me and representing the whole crew, I guess, over here. But shout out, Aaron Miller, Anthony, Finn, Maya, Will, everybody. Thank you. Uh, all of them
0: definitely miss you guys. <laughs> um, for everyone watching, um, be sure to check out A to Z and what they have coming up. Uh, I'd say catch a show, but once shows are a thing again, yeah, that's it, right, it's, it's unlike anything else. So, um, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. I'll see you next time.